You're listening to Dan Talks, where we sit down with musician Dan Zinn to talk about his latest album, Day of Reckoning. Welcome back. Once again, I'm here with Dan Zinn. Hey, everybody. And we're here to talk about Dan's newest album, Day of Reckoning. If you've missed us for our first episodes, we are going through the album song by song, getting more information from Dan about what inspired the different pieces, um, what his favorite parts are, and kind of learning more about how the band played these in the studio. So, Dan, for everyone that missed our first episodes, give us a little refresher about the album. Okay, the entire album, Day of Reckoning, um, has 10 songs, nine are original compositions. One is the great jazz ballad, Blame It on My Youth, and this one is called Family Reunion. And it's the, definitely the oldest tune of all the oldest for me. I wrote it many, many years ago. It's gone through thousands of variations. This one is not one I whistled from beginning to end. Um, it's been reworked, thrown out, never played, played again, changed, unchanged. And then for this band, I just thought it would work. I finally got it into a version I like. And, uh, I just thought it would be a, Good song to have in the middle of the album to have a nice melody that everybody could latch on to and hopefully whistle all day. So like Dan said, this is Family Reunion, the sixth song on the album. Um, I have to say it's one of my favorite songs on the CD. It's very kind of happy and fun. There's a great melody. Can you talk a little bit about that melody and the writing in the song? Yes, well, I think this melody started, it was actually probably parts of this melody were in a song I wrote many, many years ago and um, played when I lived in a rock band in Maine, and we played a instrumental tune. I think that was kind of the beginning of this. Um, since then, it's just changed a lot, but it, um, I think the song, the title actually has something to do. A lot of times I just write the title that has nothing to do with the music. This one, um, I guess in my um, perfect universe, I would live on a ranch. I would have a family reunion. People would come out, ride horses, barbecue. And um, I grew up in Hayward, California. And a lot of uh, some of my good friends and neighbors own farms and ranches. So we, I spent a lot of my childhood out in the Great Plains um, catching horses and then riding them and just you know, being farm kids. So this song kind of reminds me of that. At the same time, um, you know, much later than when I was a kid, I heard Pat Metheny's group and he always wrote these incredible melodies that sort of stuck with you. And then he would go off and do improvisation. So you're able to relate to an audience. Hopefully they would like your melody and be able to, you know, jump into the music that way. Um, this one has a actual set latin groove called a songo or we changed it but it's sort of based off that which a lot of my music doesn't have so it's got like a beat um a melody hopefully you can hum and it's definitely related to kind of my childhood and um someday i might end up on a ranch you never know so what was it like finally finishing up a song that you've been working on for so long it was practically a miracle because it's had so many versions 
and it seemed like it was never going to find a home. And then um, right before the record, or not right before, but um, reasonably before we recorded, I just knew this would be the time. And I brought it in um, at one point and the end was terrible. And I took it home and I rewrote it. I put this drum solo as he marked as a great drum solo. And then we all kind of jump on it. There's a little metric modulation for musicians out there where we, for a second, jump into this sort of alternate universe time feel while Mark's soloing. The melody comes back in. And then I wrote this little ending thing that I usually don't do this, but it's, it just seemed to work. And then I knew this song was finished, finally. So tell us a little bit about working on the song in the studio. Uh, well, in the studio, we just we we did we did our thing. We we played it. Um, the energy. I think we did two takes. Can't remember, but clearly this was the better take. The energy was just happening um, as usual. Taylor just effortlessly takes a brilliant, amazing. You know, it's for him. It's like he's like falling off a log. He plays the hardest, fastest stuff in history, but it just sounds. It's the most effortless sounding thing you can imagine. So it's it's always amazing to listen to him and watch him just somehow, you know, with perfect touch, perfect time, perfect compositional development, just take these great solos. And then Mark at the end is just killing it on this, you know, great drum solo. And in this end, Zach is, you know, anchoring the entire thing in the middle. And so, you know, it's just we just played the tune and, and went for it. Do you have a favorite part of this song? Ooh, I don't know. No, I guess the I guess because I'm an old pop guy, I like the melody, the hook at the end. I guess when we keep playing the melody over and over and over after all the solos, I guess, and then we go into that silly little ending thing. But I actually like it now. It kind of goes with the whole tune, and, and it's cool. It's fun. So when listening to the song, I have to say you are very sort of transported into this ranch style family reunion that you've described is there anything else you want the listener to feel after hearing family reunion well hopefully um of course i hope you like the melodies and then just this is a a positive song and it's got it's uplifting so hopefully you'll catch the energy of that and um and feel Feel good about life after you hear this or when you're driving around playing it in your car. It'll make you, it'll take you out of your doldrums and and hopefully you'll be happy. So is it unusual that you would spend so long working on one song? Do you have other songs in the works that might resurface or has it just sort of been this the whole time? No, this one was, no, it's very unusual. I don't have other songs. I I just don't usually write this way. Um, but this one needed a home, and it uh, it didn't entirely disappear. It obviously needed a place to be, and with these particular musicians, this was the, the right thing. And so this is the recorded version. We won't. I will not be rewriting this tune, although I think it might be a great big band chart. So uh, my good friend Nick DePina, who arranges my music for big band, I might throw this at him and see what he thinks. So how, um, you said, find its home in the CD. How does it sort of relate to the other songs that made it such a perfect fit? Well, it's right in the middle. Well, I guess Brave New World's right in the middle, but this 
um, to me is um, the second song in the set. And uh, hopefully, it, you know, it's a good anchor point and it actually sets up the next song really nicely, I think. Um, Infinity Road, the ballad that follows it. So it sort of takes the jazz thing from Brave New World, gives you this melodic, energetic, happy tune, and then we're about to get into something else after that. Great. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Really glad uh, for all you guys paying attention, and uh, I really hope you enjoy the music. So, Dan, any advice for... Um, any listeners, we're going to play the song next. What do you kind of want people to know going in? I'd say any advice I have is crank it up, play it loud, and uh, enjoy it. Thanks so much. So make sure to tune in next time as we continue going through Dan CD Day of Reckoning, song by song. Um, thanks so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to Dan Talks with Dan Zinn. You can tune into the next episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to subscribe. And here's Dan's song, Family Reunion. (laughs) ¶¶